Drink on it couch cast. Hey, what's going on? Uh, it's another. Uh, this is our fifth episode of Drink on it couch cast. This is another Tuesday booze day. Today, Tuesday what booze we, day. <laughs> today, what we have is a. Uh, wh- where'd that shit go? Uh, well, we have Evan Williams, and this is kind of a usual thing. We usually have Evan Williams because TJ has Evan Williams, but we also have this Smirnoff kid- vodka. It. it is called Kissed Caramel. Tastes delicious, very sweet with our A&W root beer. Mm. Alright, I found it. Boom. Well, today on the show, we have uh, we have TJ, who is uh, joining us once again. Yeah. And then we have uh, Jude. Yo, 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 Jay Sleazy, what up? And then we have Tucker. Who's very from special Con- guest. <laughs> very special guest, Tucker, from Hello. Concealer. Concealer KY. Concealer Key. So, uh, what's going on, man? How are you doing today? I'm doing pretty good. Um, my birthday's tomorrow, so my dad took me out, got some Thai food. Ate way too much Thai food. Um, went to the gym, came over here, and (laughs) hanging out with you fellas. Well, that's awesome. Happy early birthday. They're all wearing concealer shirts, too. (laughs) The same ones. All same ones. We we thought it would be funny since we all bought their uh, their shirt that they had for sale for $5. Um, We thought it would be a good idea to just uh, all three of us wear that shirt, thinking that possibly all three of them would show up, but... Tucker hey, showed up, and now we outnumber him. That's the power of $5 t-shirts. If you yeah. sell yeah. shirts for $5, you know. Everyone's apparently, wearing. everyone this buys them. This bound to Yeah. Yeah. Well. I knew I'd run into this one day. <laughs> so, when did you buy your shirt? I don't remember. I th- Me and you bought ours at the same time. Yeah, the tap room. I bought mine at the Islander show. Okay. Oh, okay. I missed that yeah. one night. That was a really good show. How did you guys feel about playing that show? Uh, it was a good show. It was um, a different crowd that we would normally play to, but I think we were pretty well received there, and we sold a good amount of merch for us, which isn't a whole lot, but for us it was pretty good. Oh, yeah? And uh, um, the new vintage is probably our favorite place to play. The sound's on point. Um, and, you know, Foxbat killed it. Um it was a sick show. Dude, I really like Fox Batman. Not only, I feel like I'm kind of biased just because uh, Joe Brock is like one of our good friends like growing up. Like especially him, uh, TJ. TJ and Joe have had a, had a long path. He was actually supposed to be on the show today, um, but he couldn't make it because it was kind of late and he's got a kid now. Riley, I love you. Uh, Joe, sorry you couldn't be here. Um but it's all good. Jared didn't come either, so and that's who you're really excited about because you guys are apparently bros. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, that was a fun show to watch because honestly, every time I've seen you guys so far, which is probably like about three times now, uh, you guys you've had a lot of energy. Of course, I mean, Alex has a lot of energy, but I mean he's just at the mic most of the time, so it's 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 very limited what he can do. But you you move a lot. Jared's and, uh, a beast. Yes. Jared is yeah, a beast. I, I do want to give a special shout out to him, dude. He's please do. He is sick as hell. <laughs> he yeah, really, he really Oops. is. No, he's a super good drummer. As someone um, who's, I mean, I've been playing for fourteen years. I mean, well, six m- of minus, those years. minus a small hiatus, which was six years um, until this year, but. He's really good. He really is. He's awesome. So what about the six-year hiatus? What happened? You know the story, man. Um, <clears throat> sold my drums to my band. Really expensive drum kit. How much? Well, the shells were like $1,500. And they gave me 325 for the shells, the hardware, and the cymbals. They kicked me out of the band. <laughs> uh, I didn't talk to him for quite a long time. And I was out a, yeah, lot, bone, a lot of money, dude, for a long time. And I couldn't afford to buy an entire another drum kit until this year. Yeah, you really got screwed in that deal. That's crazy. <laughs> the cool thing is You definitely that. have told me that story, though. <laughs> the thing is, though, like I couldn't afford to buy a drum kit until this year. And then this year, I bought two drum kits. 
Nuts. Yeah, he went and got himself an electric drum kit a rolling. What is it, buddy? What is it? What is the model? It's kind of like a Frankenstein kit. The module's from a uh, T. I don't know what the other letter is. I want to say TS twenty five or something like that. I don't know, but it had it has like a mesh kick drum and a mesh snare. Um, obviously, all the cymbals and stuff are rubber, but it's it's pretty nice. Dude. Well, I figured while we had Tucker here, we might be able to do a little uh, a little Q and A with him. Okay. You know what I mean? Uh, I, I definitely have some questions. You guys have any questions for Mr. Tucker here? Oh, yeah. I definitely have a question. Yes, sir. What is, uh, I, and this doesn't, obviously you can't speak for everybody, but what is uh, what is your main influence for uh, the music that you would write normally? Not not even necessarily a concealer, but like what what is like a go-to like music writing style that uh, you have? The music that I write normally um, is... Usually, kind of more riffy. Always two guitar parts. Okay. Taylor, we only have one guitar, and yeah. Alex plays and sings. Yeah. So, um, you know, for when I attempt to write concealer songs, I have to keep that in mind. Yeah. Which I haven't written any yet, um, but <laughs> I've been because the first one, pretty much Alex had all these songs. And, okay. Um. And it was awesome, and we just like wrote our parts. But now me and Jared are kind of more involved in the writing process, and we have, you know. But um, the kind of stuff I usually write is two guitar part stuff. Um, the band I was in before this uh, was called Days Departure. It was like a post-hardcore, sounded a lot like Census Fail and like the okay. Used. Oh yeah. And um, so I kind of write more stuff like that, like kind of high energy, um, riffy, post-hardcorey stuff. Yeah. Is my natural like go-to writing um but you know with i don't obviously don't i'm not gonna write that kind of stuff for concealer because yeah. it's not that kind yeah. of thing. um but yeah that's kind of like my my main influences or um so do you write all the bass lines though yeah okay so that's like your creative property right there just because you play bass so like you, you you've written like since since you've been in the band yeah. Like you've at least had that, like, creative aspect of you. Yeah. Um, yeah, I write all my bass parts. Jared, obviously, <laughs> writes all his drum parts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're not writing drum parts for Jared. <laughs> and um, it's pretty cool. Um, I'm kind of new to playing bass. Or, like, when I first started playing um, an instrument when I was, like, 10, I played bass. And I played okay. for, like, a few years. And um, I've been playing guitar since then. And I was asked to play bass in concealer and um my roommate happened to have all this awesome bass gear like a ampeg classic head and oh, uh, dude. um so i was kind of spoiled because i was <laughs> playing all this gear that i couldn't afford <laughs> and so over the like i'm paying off my bass right now uh like fender jazz bass and i got a um slightly less good amp that's you know i can still make pretty sound good so yeah. i'm kind of finally an independent bass player and I really like it. I used to think bass is boring, but, you know, and especially in a three-piece, yeah. you know, it's like a third of what's going on, yeah. or a fourth, if you include vocals. And, uh, well, yeah, but he's yeah. doing <laughs> but, he's doing both, so it's a three-piece. Yeah. Well, You're, like, a big part of that as far as, like, riffs go, as far as bass goes. Well, with, with any three-piece, I mean, the bass obviously plays a, a, you know, a super important role, because... It's the foundation of the string instruments at that point. Well, of the two, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. And also the fact that Alex is tied to the mic most of the time. Uh -huh. Yeah. Um, so we can't have, like, often, you know, crazy guitar parts going on while he's singing. That's true. So I can kind of do bass things while he's doing simple guitar things and singing. Okay. So that's awesome. So you... You would consider yourself a pretty busy, busy bass player in that. Uh, in kind that of, <laughs> kind of. Now, my question is: I've listened to everything you guys have put out so far. When can we expect new music from Concealer? Um, well, if, if you have an idea at all. We were, uh, we we're we we're writing stuff. Um, we kind of started writing new stuff the past like couple months, mm -hmm. and um thing is like we put out tragedy planner and um 
like everyone in Louisville is probably sick of it, but we haven't no. like no, no. <laughs> well, that's awesome, but um, it it's coming up on a year since it came out. Okay. And um, since then we've released one other song, another body on a mm-hmm. little hard comp a few months ago. Um, Excellent. But we haven't song. we haven't yeah, played a, we haven't played the EP outside of like we did a two week tour, but okay. I think we want to. Um, play that outside of Louisville a little more before mm-hmm. we put out but I would like me personally would like to have another EP out by like next spring or summer that'll be sick I actually sent you a, t- a text the other day talking about it might have been yesterday was it yesterday that I sent you that text about another body oh yeah so I was like that has become like a daily daily listener it's really good it's yeah, super that, catchy dude. man like, that is a, one of the catchiest songs I've ever heard. That was another song Alex had, or I mean... He just had it for the stowed most away. Part, he had it, and I wanted to put it on our EP a year ago, but yeah. for some reason it didn't make the cut. And I mean... It was one of, you know, it was like one of my favorite songs, so it was like when Puckett asked about doing an exclusive track for Little Heart, um, yeah. it was just kind of perfect, because um, we just had it, and... Now, is that the, ex- is that the one that, uh, like, that happened recently? Uh, the little heart comp. Yeah, with uh, yeah. Foxbat and yeah, Foxbat. So another uh, body's on there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's called Till Word, All. I had that. Yeah, I didn't know that was on there. I don't that, know why. That's definitely my favorite Concealer song. Word. As yeah, well. yeah. It's I think it's my personal favorite that we have recorded so far. So speaking of Little Heart, uh, there's an anniversary show happening what is it november i think it's november 8th yeah that's what i thought as so well. many good bands on it, there yeah it's gonna be a, a lot of who did you say was coming back for that uh late ones i haven't seen uh, late ones yeah. in fucking years yeah uh, and, and they're fucking rad they're really no. good Spinales. pop punk band last time i saw them was at a podunk a church called faith family church <laughs> in jeffersonville indiana but they were they're pretty lit so who else is going to be on that show? Of course, you all. Concealer, Foxbat, Greyhaven, on there. Everyone leaves. Yeah, everyone, everyone leaves. leaves. Uh, I think I, the Stoic Club. Skyscraper Stereo. Bruce, Bruce, Hogarth. I think Hogarth. Uh huh, baby, yeah. Uh huh, baby, yeah. Shadow Pact. Um, the language. They're pretty good. Yep. Dick Titty Blood Punch. <laughs> like I, I've actually grown into such, liking them a little bit. They're, they're such really a punky. goofy name, man. We played with them at the tap room one time, and I didn't really know a lot about them before. I asked Puckett what they sounded like, and he just said kind of like a NoFX type punk band, and they were yeah. awesome. They were, um, it was just really wild, and you know, very punk rock and very in your face. I I dig them. I do. I grown. I grew into Dick Titty Blood. Very punch. not giving a shit. Just fun punk rock. Yeah, I'm like stoked on that show, man. You said something about uh, new music coming up, Jude. Uh, Oh, fuck. Alright, so his uh, Instagram name is uh, Jude Found Glory. (laughs) So I'll let him take it away on this one. Okay, New Found Glory has been my favorite band (laughs) since probably about sixth grade. First concert I went to was New Found Glory, Green Day, and Sugar Cult. I was Uh, at that one. Oh my god, at the Louisville Gardens? Yeah, at the Gardens. Oh yeah. my god. It was first show I'd ever been to. That's and so good. I went with my dad, and it was a fucking great show. Newfound Glory is probably one of my favorite bands. They came out with Resurrection, uh, I think maybe two years ago, three years ago maybe. But I've been following their Instagram for a while, and they're working on their ninth studio LP. And not much information's been dropped about it whatsoever. No okay. dates. Not even what it's gonna sound like. Every video I've seen on Instagram, it's been some goofy fucking like salsa music or some other shit uh, geared up with with whatever videos they're like playing guitar and it's like salsa music playing in the background. Yeah, they're just trying to deter you from what it's gonna be. From what it's gonna uh, sound like. But I'm stoked because it's a yet another record by my all-time favorite band. And I'm stoked for it. Once I get more information, I'll definitely have to talk about it in upcoming episodes. I'm very excited about this. TJ, do you have any like new music that you're uh, kind of like looking forward to, or just came out? I mean, I, I guess it, 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 came re- out. it really depends on what you consider new music. Um, 
the newest Knock Loose record. Oh, I, oh, per- I personally yeah. think is 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 really laugh good. tracks. Laugh tracks, yeah, it, dude, it's sick. It's awesome. Dude, it really is good, man. It's it's like so much harder than the first one. I feel like, and I feel like they, like as simple as the first album was that I heard, like this has got a little bit more to it, and that's why it's got I like more it. bark with the bite. It does. It really does, man. And I like I like them, like ever since I heard them. I mean, it's not usually music that I would listen to on the daily. TJ knows this. I'm usually a True. lighthearted guy, like uh. Turnover. I threw it on last time I was at the gym. It's very good. Workout wow. music. It is. It makes I, me want to punch that. kids in the face. Oh, that's extreme. I can see punching a kid. I can see punching. <laughs> a kid. I, I would definitely crowd kill to to some new knock loose. You say crowd kill? Crowd kill. I can't believe that's a term. <laughs> just hop up in there, just start punching crowd strangers. Punch strangers. Punch strangers. No, we were watching a video of a knocked loose video. It it was a knocked loose video. Me and TJ were watching it, and it was on YouTube of this guy just walking around, just motherfucking punching people, everybody, like people that weren't even involved. Like he he walks around. How does that guy? How is crowd? Like how does one guy kill the entire crowd? The thing is, not kill him. What was was most bizarre about this video is that he walked from the like the center in the front. Around the left side, down the entire side, around the back, up the right side, and then back to the middle. Like, and not a single person stopped this guy. But, not one single person. I mean, he was. It's really, the power of not really loose, huge. Bro. He was super huge. Like this dude could probably kill you in one punch. <laughs> he, he was crowd killing. He was crowd killing. Sounds people. like it. Yeah. Well, I'm going to move on to movies, because uh, basically uh, we just watched the uh, new Rogue One trailer. Um, usually we have Trevor for this, but he did not show up today. He is uh, doing something far more important. I love you, Trevor. I'm just kidding. But uh, he's usually our Star Wars guy, so we don't have all that extra information that you would get if you were to have him on the show, but we do have our reactions of the three or four of us, if you've seen it. I have not um, seen it. Of Okay, three of us. If, of the Rogue One trailer that just uh, just got released. Ago. I thought yeah. it was going to happen. We, t- we talked about it last time, thinking it was going to happen um, during, what movie? Doctor Strange, yeah, since yeah. it's a Marvel movie. But it did not. So, it came out before that. Well, I'm thing, okay with that. The thing about Rogue One, and something that I find very annoying actually, is that <clears throat> people who claim to be Star Wars fans, you know, who who might even be Star Wars fans in this day and age, you mean, you know, who knows? They're they're kind of upset because they want to see Finn and Rey in the new movie. But what they don't understand is the Star Wars timeline. This is not how, anywhere close to that. Well, of course. And how Rogue One ex- explains certain things that I won't spoil for everybody. But it takes place way, way before Episode 7. Why would they we'll think that, that a, uh, the movie that's like geared towards even farther in the future is going to have the same characters that weren't even pretty much fucking born yet? Well, no, they definitely weren't born yet. Yeah, they... way before their time. Well, besides that, besides that, I want to know what you gentlemen thought of the trailer. Oh, I thought it was epic, man. It was really good. You uh, see what is, uh, what's her name? Um, uh, Jin Ursa, is that what her name Mm -hmm. is? Uh, You see who her dad is, and he's the same guy, and I feel like I'm just, like, fluctuating all over the place, but uh, her dad, you see... uh, her father in this movie and or in this trailer and that's pretty cool because it's the same guy that played the bad guy from uh, Casino Royale you remember uh, yeah uh, he's got like the the like scar the, on his yeah, eye the scar on his eye yeah that, that dude's he was also in Charlie Co- Countryman uh, as kind of the bad dude in that but this time it looks like he's playing kind of a good character um, also at the very end of the trailer Darth Vader Yes. Dude, you see Darth Vader. Uh, Trevor talked about it a couple episodes ago. Talked about how we were going to see Darth Vader in this movie. 
and obviously that has been confirmed by the trailer you see Darth Vader another thing I really enjoyed about the trailer even though it might be minuscule is when Jin is talking about uh, they're talking about the only thing they need for this rebellion is hope and that they have hope and it's kind of I like that gave me goosebumps just because this is the story that leads into a new hope. It's it's yes. almost foreshadowing. Yes, yeah, too. thinking about it right now, it's giving hope. me goosebumps, and I'm about because, to tear well, it's up. It's the start so. of the rebellion. Yeah, yeah, it's the start of the rebellion, which yeah. makes me very spoiler very alert. Emotional. Spoiler alert. Oh, anyone who knows about Rogue One should know this. Well, is the start you know, of the not everyone does. Though. Well, I mean, anybody that's uh, gotten into Star Wars, they they have at least. If you if you started out with episode seven or you started out with even uh, episode one, two, and three, oh. then that's gotta insane help, to yeah. me. You're you got to start it out from the beginning because that's the beginning. You're well, I guess that is the beginning. I mean, well, but you got you got to see the originals three, four, and five. Four, five, four, five, and six. Four, five, and six. Four, five, and six. Bird the thing is, idiot. though, with the one, two, and three, though, I mean, they're they're canon. They're part of the story, and they are staples. Grant, I mean, granted, they aren't not the what best. some people would consider the best. There are definitely younger people, obviously, you know, younger than us who, who enjoy those who movies. never saw four, five, and six. Yeah, and they know? really enjoy Star one, Wars. To them, was one, two, and three. three. Yeah. Like well, that was their first Star Wars. A little thing about uh, Trevor, who we have on the show, is, uh, and we talked about it in our, uh, it might have been our zero zero episode where we just kind of put a trial run on there. Uh, was it the episode after that? But, uh, oh, I thought you were making a face at me. You're making a face no, at me. No, yeah, the, we, uh, no, we talked about Trevor on zero one. Okay, yeah, I'm zero one. Positive. Well, uh, he has, it's very, it's very, very recently he has seen. The original oh, Star yeah. Wars. It was maybe like two years ago that he actually watched. Well, yeah, no. Tr- before the year 2014, Trevor had never seen a Star Wars movie. He watched Episode Four, Five, and Six, and was like, "Dude, this is one of the coolest things I've ever seen." And I happened to have one, two, and three on my computer, so we watched it at Amanda's house, and it was like, I don't want to say it was mind blowing for Trevor. <laughs> But it was it was the thing that wrapped it all together. It really you know did. what I mean? That like just led up to episode four. Obviously, you know, as we've said, Rogue One is coming out, and that's going to explain more of it. But one, two, and three, he watched it, and I feel like it finally made sense. And my last tidbit for my Star Wars rant, uh, I know Trevor talked about enough his last episode or the episode before that, the target marketing, where where they're going to be target spoilers. Where they're gonna be introducing oh, toys yeah, they're and shit. Release, and Target. Like, a bunch of stuff that right. Like, I don't know when that play. happened. He he said uh, he said Force Friday. Don't know when that is. Uh, but I went into Target today to use the restroom. Saw Rogue One action figures everywhere, everywhere. So it's out. Go get yeah. you some Rogue One swag. Oh, it's it's out right now. Oh yeah. Okay, that's awesome. Well, we're gonna go into like a little bit of a little break. bit of a little bit of horror, since we're in the uh, the movie era. Mm. Uh, basically, since it's October, we're gonna go into uh, Ouija. We actually uh, saw a preview for we that did. recently. Looks super scary. I know there was an original Ouija. I don't know. Have you seen that movie? Well, there was also a Ouija movie that came out maybe three or four years ago, roughly, and it was horrible. It was it was absolutely terrible. They remade the movie. Um, it doesn't look like it's going to win any awards at, like, cons know, or, or any, any of the, like, whatever. I don't know. Any, any of those music festivals. It looked pretty But freaky. the thing is, it's... You say music festivals? Music. I meant movie. I don't know, man. <laughs> Whatever. Anyway, it's it looks okay for your your typical horror movie. Like, well, it's made by the same jump people. Jump out, pop out, and scare you. Like, it's made by the same people that made uh, Insidious. Yeah, Insidious, isn't mm-hmm. it? Yes. Like, does the same people? In, that made, Insidious uh, was another movie. Where Oculus. It was like 
jump out out of nowhere, like total silence, then a scream. Well, I'm totally cool with that. What do you suspense? Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, they they obviously built suspense and then fucking just yeah try to destroy your mind at one time with like a terrible face and a scream. But I don't know. The thing about horror movies is, is that like ninety. Probably, I'd say, like, 98% of them are shit. It's just, for whatever reason, really hard to make a good, scary movie. Like, I don't get scared easily, and I've been, like, the past few weeks just looking for movies, trying to get scared. Um, and actually, one of them that actually um, scared me was called uh, Last Shift. It's on Netflix. It's on Netflix? It's on Netflix, and okay. it's, uh, I, it's pretty much like what you were describing, the just waiting for shit to pop out, like, almost the entire movie, you just, I had, like, a sense of anxiety, and, Okay, you know, yeah. that's, like, what you want to feel if this, you're watching a scary movie, though. Yeah, well, yeah, <laughs> sometimes. Yeah. Also, Misery is a Misery classic. is a classic. It's not Have like you, a... You know, like ghosts, whatever, like kind of horror movie. But I've actually I, never seen that movie. I've oh, never dude. seen that. No, I it's haven't. a classic. Wow, it's like, it's just like a super fan, like, of this author, or something like that. Yeah. Is it? Yeah. She, oh wait, where she takes him into the place. He gets in place, a car wreck. Yeah. And, and she, she takes like, him in, straps him to the bed. Move. And he can't stuff. move because his legs are broken. Oh, and then she yeah, he really realizes she, how crazy doesn't she, she like, is. She no, re-breaks no, his no. legs though. Yeah, and she that's makes like him right at the Okay, yeah, no, yeah. I only know what that is literally because of Family Guy. <laughs> that really, a, that's a true story. That's super funny. That's really hilarious. Around the house, what's uh, a favorite scary movie? Going from uh, I guess TJ. Um, I'm gonna go ahead and say because I wanted to say something about this for a minute. Oh, I hope it's what I think it is. The movie It Follows. Yes, it is a terrifying movie in a different sense. It doesn't build suspense. I mean, it does, but it's not like it builds suspense in a silent environment and then there's like a ghoulish face that screams at you or anything like that. It's it's a psychological thriller in the sense that. It follows. There is an entity always walking slowly towards you to kill you. And if it reaches you, I mean, obviously you die. It's but like the movie you, The Ring. You never know where it is, and it can look like anything to get close to you. The thing is, though, it like you were saying, it could look like anyone, but every time you can clearly tell... Did you like, watch it? It's like an old naked yeah. lady. Oh well, yeah, it's like, like it's like an old woman dude. walking like, through a college, or like a naked man yeah. standing on top of a roof. Good point, but <laughs> I just thought that was. Kind I of mean, funny. if I was to leave my house knowing there was some sort of scary thing scary after me, dude, naked thing, and yeah. I saw a naked man standing on my roof staring at me as I drove away, I'd be like, "That must be him." Then if How else like, did he get up there? There's You're so many like, plot holes in it, but the uh, like the idea, the idea is really weird. cool. I mean, Dude, like in the pool scene agreed. where like it's just like the friends don't see it like throwing things, but he, they see the fucking objects just going into the pool. Like that was pretty. Or sweet. the beach scene where, uh, as the spectator, you can see it, quote unquote, walking towards whatever her name is. I don't remember, but then it switches to their point of view. And her hair comes up, and she's, like, lifted out of her chair and, like, freaking out. Then they go in that shed, and there's, like, crazy things. Yeah, yeah dude. I that, think the tall guy was... The tall... The, the same dude that, like, tried to duck him through the doorway, yeah. dude. Oh. No, he's so scary, dude. <laughs> that was the dude. best scene. Dude, oh just, God. just the premise of that movie, it being, like, almost like a fucking ghoulish, like weird STD. Like, you have sex with somebody to pass it on to them. I mean, and it's almost like the ring because like you 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 make somebody watch that fucking video. I feel like the SCD portion of it though was like like a cheap excuse for them to be able to make a film and be like, oh, you can pass it on. Oh, dude, it was because great. The rest of the film was amazing. Like the premise was awesome, but the way they transported the demon 
was a little silly. You have to pass it on by having sex with someone else. Like, I mean, come on. <laughs> well, my favorite uh, scary movie, honestly, It Follows is a... Man, that's a good one, because that was like a really creepy-ass movie to me. But I'm really into slasher movies, so like... Uh, this one, it's all well, like old-school... I'm really into old school like prosthetics and uh, like old school horror where it's not like CGI or anything. It's fucking like prosthetic limbs being torn off. Kind of like, like the new Ninja Turtles yeah, movie versus TMNT like one, two, and three. Exactly. Or one, two. Or three. When oh, they, when they are talking. in ancient Japan. Oh, yeah, yeah. 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 No, my, uh, what was I saying? I totally forgot Slashers. what I was saying. Slasher films. I'm pretty you, big. You, no, the old school horror films. I'm really big on the movie Hatchet, and it wasn't like a super old film. It was just a film that they uh, brought back the style, and it's about like these guys going uh, to uh, New Orleans for uh, Mardi Gras, and they go on this boat ride to a. Uh, and it's kind of like an exhibit to where this horror dude. Or this guy had killed a bunch of people. He was a deformed child. His name was... I forgot. It doesn't matter to me. But there was, like, some scenes in that movie where they, like... I actually, like, watched the uh, behind-the-scenes on him and how they did him. And, like, there was one scene where he, like, opens this chick's mouth. <laughs> like, spreads her open by her jaw. Like... And it just... It obviously kills her. But, uh... Yeah, basically... I don't know. That movie was really cool as far as, like, the old school feel of it. What about you, dude? Well, I mean, my my favorite, I guess, quote-unquote favorite horror movie would have to be Creature from the Black Lagoon. Uh, and not because of how scary it is, but how cheesy it is. And, I mean, at the time, uh, uh, the effects, I guess, were, were pretty good. I mean, that's back when you had the black and white film uh, and all that stuff. Uh, you were really coming out of the time period where they were doing these silent films. I mean, it was not maybe not one of the first films that had sound, but in the in the first couple years where even film had sound. Dude, all those old school movies are really cool, man. Yeah, I love all the old school horror movies like Wolfman, things Wolf like man. that. Even the remake was kind of cool, but it wasn't really that great. Creature from the Black Lagoon <laughs> definitely takes the cake for me. I, I would love to see a, a, a remake, a reboot. Yeah. yeah. What about you, Tucker? Any favorite horror movies? Um, if I had to pick a favorite, it'd probably be The Shining. Ooh, Ooh wow. good choice. Uh, that was a good one. It's just like I like the, just the aspect that it's just a you know normal dude that went that lost his mind yeah. and it could like kind of happen to anyone dude if you're Trevor isolated were here, for that long he would talk to you like for a million years about it's this favorite movie. Like, and there's like entire documentaries made just about different theories of the shining and the way it was filmed and little things that you can catch that um uh fuck what's his name who made it stanley, uh, Kubrick. Uh, stanley Kubrick. Yeah. yeah yeah he uh he just put so many little things in there that I don't even know if he had like a alternative uh, you know what it was about or because there's lots of like metaphorical things that well some of the shots in there if you like watch that one scene where he actually takes the axe and hits the door like the way it's filmed the way they do it and like go over to the door as he's swinging yeah uh, the way they make that look is like insane me and Trevor actually watched something about this like uh just little things that he did to well, make it like there's look an even entire weirder, documentary like. about the making of the film okay. and also behind the whole theory like oh, yeah. it's I didn't watch that I don't know I might have watched like a little I don't know what it's called but I, know, I, I know like it a exists little, uh, a little like only because Trevor lived here <laughs> clip it but I didn't really watch that whole documentary but yeah that's a really good movie man that's a good choice well uh oh yeah well, you started with Jude and went to him. Yeah. What about you? I already told mine. Yeah. What is it? I said Hatchet. Hatchet? Yeah. Favorite Halloween movie is Hatchet? Yeah, it's like the prosthetics. I talked about that. Well, you know, shoots. old school. 
dudes. Mine was a uh, creature from the Black Lagoon. Mm. Well, another uh, movie I wanted to get into before we go into a little break, because I am the comic book guy that I am, is uh, the Justice League, and how it's gonna be. Uh, I actually saw a picture of the uh, new uh, Batman tactical suit, which he looks just like Night Owl, in uh, mm-hmm. in Watchmen. Have you ever seen that movie? Mm-mm. Watchmen. Oh, Night Owl. Watchmen. He's very distinct looking. That's the thing. Like, I mean, he looks like he could be like a Batman type figure, but that's like Alan Moore's figure, dude. So he looks like a different superhero. Batman looks like Night Owl, in his tactical uniform. Damn, dude. Which uh, brings us to another uh, little segment. My favorite. My favorite segment. The thing is, we the haven't done this in a while. I feel like I'm not even ready. But uh, Everyday Batman, uh, where we dive into Batman's everyday life and kind of the stuff that happens to him on an everyday basis. You know, just normal stuff. Uh, obviously, we're not talking about Bruce Wayne. We're talking about Batman. I get as if he's Batman 24 hours a day. But uh, this sig this scenario he's uh he's got a, a little door knocker a little canvasser knocking on his door about some uh about some household exterior and we got the uh, little guy today yeah what do you want hey how you doing sir my name is jimmy i'm with this construction called can Great. you make it quick please i'll make it real quick i'm with a company called Great a construction just out here trying to sell you some exterior home products sir is there anything you've been looking forward to do on the exterior of the home i don't really know what you mean by exterior products well sir we go ahead and do anything from the roof the gutters the siding the doors did you so- say siding sir i definitely did say siding that's weird that you say that because uh i got some siding it's kind of fading Oh. Around back, I, you can see that I got this kind of a teal color. My wife's choice, not mine. <laughs> I definitely understand, my man. Yes, sir. Well, what kind of what kind of siding uh, do you provide? Uh, we we have that very good virgin vinyl siding. You know, the poreless. You can wipe that clean off with a paper towel. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Come in any kind of color you want. You want purple. You want pink. You want rainbow. We got you, my man. If I took a sandblaster to it. Would the color change at all? No, sir. Stay intact 100%. That's that virgin vinyl wonder for you. Yes, sir. What if these bat gloves get went and haymakered that shit and I busted a little crack in it? Would it look that noticeable? Now, sir, I can guarantee that will not happen. And if it does, we will come out and replace it free of charge any time of the day, 24-7. What's the warranty looking like? Warranty is good for life. Yeah, buddy. That's great. Uh, I've been kind of thinking about getting some siding. I'm not really uh, sure what the color would be. I think I'm going to be going for like more of a, a cave. Black! <laughs> yeah, buddy. You know we can get you that cave black, Mr. Batman. Just sign this paper here. Be about 24, 48 hours. We'll give you a courtesy call. Set that right up, okay? Do you think they uh, know anything about, like, replacing, like, stalactite or stalagmite in, like, a cave? Well, you know, I can call up to the main office and have a factory representative out here, and they can tell you a little bit more about that. How does that sound, Mr. Batman? Well, I got the flooring in this cave that kind of gets slippery when I'm, like, soaking wet from a nice... Nightfall rain. Well, we can get you that virgin vinyl flooring as well. Like I said, when that factory representative comes out, he'll be able to tell you anything and everything you want to know, Mr. Batman. I'll be home tomorrow by 5 o'clock p.m. for my day job. Yes, sir. Just sign right here. I'll have this this, uh, person come out right now about 5 o'clock tomorrow evening, all right? Well, 5 o'clock might not be good, actually. Uh, I work at Hardee's. I work the drive-thru there. And, uh, I don't know if they'll hold me over or not, so make it, like, 6 o'clock sharp. We'll make it 6 o'clock sharp. Yes, sir, Mr. Batman. Thank you. Hey, you have a good day, sir. You as well. And that was, uh, Everyday Batman. It kind of wears your voice down after a while. I don't know why I, like, went so long. But, uh, we're gonna go on a quick commercial break. Capri Sun, the most excellent drink when you're in a gym. When you're looking at the top and 
can't seem to get hydrated, grab a delicious liquefied computer sock. Flavors including tropical sunburst, tsunami slam, tantalizing peach, and a special edition Hurricane Matthew. If you want a tropical monsoon of flavor in your mouth, try Capri Sun. Capri Sun, Dad, thanks a lot. Capri Sun, yeah, I it's my test. Whoa, Capri Sun! Oh yes, I didn't get beat up on the way to the school bus today! Hey, and we're back. <laughs> Hope you enjoyed the commercial. Now we're going to talk about uh, video game and YouTube news. We got uh, Mr. Jude talking about our uh, newest episode of Pokemon Generations. I'm going to pass it over to him. Uh, the next episode was, I believe, episode 6 of Pokemon Generations, uh, called The Vision. Um, I believe it was the third generation they were going through, um, and pretty much it's just, uh, Team Magma, which is the equivalent to Team Rocket, uh, in this generation, and, uh, them fighting the protagonist in that. I don't want to give away too much because it, it, it's kind of dope. Go ahead and check it out. Uh, that's on the official Pokemon uh, YouTube channel. Uh, also, what we're going to go ahead into uh, is a little bit of video game talk. Uh, first off, a little bit, I'm going to sidetrack from what we had planned. I just want to announce, I don't know if anyone was into the Red Dead games. Uh, Red Dead Revolver and Red I Dead Redemption. I saw that they're making. A, I saw that they're making a Red Dead uh, Redemption Two. Yep, that was announced today. Uh, Red Dead Redemption Two. Um, I saw it on the GameSpot uh, Instagram, um, and, and I, it also had a release date for the trailer. Uh, trailer is going to be Tuesday, October twentieth, eleven a.m. Eastern Standard Time. And this game will be coming in fall 2017, so about this time next year. Um, and after that, I'm going to quickly get into Gears of War 4. Uh, that came out uh, earlier last week. Um, and I wanted to hop on here real quick on the Metacritic website. I've been really looking at them lately for different game reviews, movie reviews, things like that. Um, I was listening to a couple other podcasts not too long ago that were talking about Gears of War, thinking that Metacritic was going to rate this kind of poorly or average. Uh, turns out the Metacritic score for Gears of War 4 is an 85. I don't think that's bad. That's 85 out of 100. I mean, that's a B if you're yeah, talking that's about a going to school. That's a, that's a solid-ass um, B. And the user score is a 6.5, which is a little bit more average. I like the Gears of War 4 campaign. I've only played the prologue so far. Uh, you can do co-op, two people doing that. And I really love the horde mode. Um, the versus mode, you gotta be pretty skilled at it. It, it takes a lot more skill. Um, and lastly, Battlefield 1. Anyone who has EA access has gotten to play Battlefield 1 a couple days early. Uh, that comes out, I think, in the next two days, the day after tomorrow. Uh, I played the Battlefield 1 beta. I like the game. Not a huge Battlefield fan, but it, it's pretty good. I like it. Um, and that comes out, like I said, in the next two days. So that's about it for my, my video game news. <laughs> I don't really have any video game news because I don't really play video games. <laughs> well? I work so much. You play video games, don't you, Teach? I do. Um, <laughs> a game that I've been playing recently is an Xbox arcade game. It's called Rogue Legacy. Um, no, we spent many a nights. Yeah, basically it's Castlevania meets Super Ghouls and Ghosts or something like that. Um, you play as a character who goes through a castle. It's built randomly every time, so every time you go through, it's, it's a different layout. It's never the same game. Um, every time you play, you play as a different heir to the throne. And they have different characteristics, you know, some of them are colorblind, some of them walk on the ceiling, some of them can't see in 3D, some of them fart when they jump. <laughs> um, <clears throat> no, it, it's true though, like, you know, it's, some, uh, some are midgets, some are giants, you know, and, and it all affects the gameplay in the game, and it's, it, it's seriously like, to be a side-scrolling, you know, not even 16-bit looking game... It's 
it's one of the best things that I've played in the past ten years. What uh? If I'm talking about video games. If you were to play any video games, what would it be, Mr. Tucker? Um, I don't, I don't really play video games, but. Do you have any in the past, man? Like, cause um, I used to play like uh. Yeah, I used to play Super like, Smash back in the yeah. day. <laughs> Mega Man. Yeah. Um, okay. Super Smash. I was a big Tony Hawk's fan back in the day. Oh, yeah. Oh, when wow. Skate came out. That was pretty cool. Dude. The uh, make EA skate again. Yeah. I wish. I wish, man. That would be like the best thing they could possibly do. If EA did another skate. It, dude, if they did Skate 4, it would be It's in the phenomenal. works. Is it in the works? What I've heard, it's in the works. Dude, it's all make rumor. EA They're skate all again. rumors, though. Yeah, what what's your source, dude? I've seen it on all the GameSpot websites. <laughs> okay, so that's that's a decent source, I guess. I don't know. I've never been on those websites, so I have no fucking clue. But uh, TV shows, we've been we've been talking about like the uh, the rise of the Defenders. Uh, we already talked about Luke Cage. We already talked about Iron Fist. Um, now we will go into uh, Jessica Jones, who is a power woman. She uh, she has these superpowers. It's basically super strength. She was in um, the Defenders. I think honestly, the Defenders happened before she ever became a private investigator, but I'm not sure. But uh, she's a private investigator now. She's trying to hide the fact that she has powers. She goes through like life trying to be normal, but she uh, I mean runs into trouble. I won't tell you the villain or anything like that because you need to watch it your fucking self. But, uh, it is, uh, I don't know, it's kind of a dark series. Marvel's been doing this kind of dark series on, uh, on Netflix lately. Like, Daredevil, it's, it's a little bit darker. It, uh, I mean, it's, he beats the living shit out of people most of the time. Like, there's one scene in particular, and, like, he, uh, it's it's an old boy, owed to old boy, and it's a hallway scene where it's just like one continuous shot, which I thought was pretty cool, but they do stuff like that. Uh, Power Woman was originally, or Power Girl, it might be both, uh, she was married to Luke Cage, who was originally called Power Man in the comics, and that's kind of where she got that name, but then she just fell out of it, blah, 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 blah. But leading into uh, The Defenders... I guess she's about to be a part of that because they're doing origin stories of, like, I mean, Iron Fist. That's gonna be an that's gonna be an origin story. Mm-hmm. It seems like you know what I mean. Yeah. Like, so it's so the first. lead into the Defenders. Well, it's probably the first time anybody like that just watches TV or like watches those Marvel or like comic movies. It's probably like the first time they've ever heard heard of, heard of Iron Fist heard of I, Iron Fist yeah. I had no idea who Iron hey, Fist I, was until last week when you showed me that well, I saw a little bit of it was one of the Spider-Man cartoons it is actually Luke Cage Spider-Man Iron Fist Nova and like White Tiger or White Claw okay, or something I, I've seen that I've, I've actually seen that it's a cartoon yeah like, Emery it's, loves it's one of the newer shit. ones yeah 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 dude I've seen that I didn't know I actually had no idea that was Iron Fist. Yeah, I did, dude. So, like, yeah, but I guess he's been kind of introduced into the uh, into the into That's the world a little bit. That's even semi-defenders because it's Luke Cage and Iron Fist. I mean, then you have like other think, people that aren't in it. I but. honestly think Spider-Man was part of that that group. I'm I, I'm thinking that he's part of that group. I'm not really that sure. But yeah, that's basically uh, what we have for that. I mean, I don't really have an origin story about her, but we just talked about her. That's pretty cool, right? Bing, bang, boom. Yeah, we talked about it. Blah, blah, blah. Bet, 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 bet. Dude. Ode ode to Zachary, dude. Z-A-K-R-Y. Zachary. What's up? Zachary. Bet, bet, bet. But uh, also, current news. We're going to go right into this, folks. This is serious shit here. Uh, the thought of World War Three, What a nuclear bomb could do to our fucking Earth. And how it could affect us all. I'm just ready for the asteroid, dude. You're ready for the asteroid? That's I'm not even going to happen. ready for the asteroid to wipe us out. You, you think an asteroid's going to wipe us out before like this nuclear Ast- war does? Asteroid 2016. You, know, you haven't been li- watching or reading anything about this asteroid that could be... Been- 
potentially wipe us out. Oh man, I'm ready. I've seen, we'll talk about I've this seen next some episode. Asteroid 26 thing, 16 things, but yeah. I thought that was like I'm pretty a sure it's joke fake because no. people would rather have an asteroid hit us than a yeah. No, there there is talks. I don't I don't have all uh, the information, so we're gonna have to save this for next episode. I think you might have some false information. Were you on the It's not you know, yeah, dude. The world that is true. Literally, not not the, only once, but twice, maybe three or four times a year, like you said, there is, is a report of, oh my god, there's an asteroid that's going to come so close to us that it could destroy our whole world. Well, the thing is, there are asteroids that pass so close to Earth on a regular basis that if any one of them hit our planet, would be destroyed. We we'd be fucking destroyed. Yeah, dude. But the thing is, the only thing that saves us is the Earth's, you know, magnetic field, because as it's Keep coming, us from as spinning it, off. Well, as it's coming towards us, you know, most asteroids and stuff like that. There's a lot of iron and other pure metals in them, so they. You fuck. think they could knock us off course, or you well, I mean, think it would just like float over us? If there was one big enough, maybe. I mean, magnets. It's very are possible for that to happen at any time, but if you think about like the last time, you know, when was the last time in Ash? You know, the odds of it happening millions, in our lifetime, hundreds of millions, is is so yeah, minuscule. So yeah, and everyone just thinks that you know this year is that. I mean, <laughs> well, if, if every, it does end, it's going to be by our hands. You know, every so generation gonna, that's been alive, whether it's our parents or our grandparents. They've always thought there was going to be a catastrophic end of the world event. Like, it, it's happened with almost every generation that's ever been alive. With us, in the state that we're in right now, I've seen that. Like, like, like you said, the, the worst thing that could happen is we're going to destroy ourselves. Uh, yeah, I think that's Anything else, happen. natural things obviously could happen at any moment, but yeah, statistically, it's probably not going to happen in our lifetime. There's going to be a nuclear war. That might war. happen in our lifetime. Well, yeah. it's, unfortunately, you know, it's it's become a very real possibility in the last two weeks. So talk it's to us. like, I forget what it's called, but it's basically just like the general understanding is if we bomb you, you're going to bomb us, and then everyone's just going to die. Yeah, it's well, basically I mean, like that. A, nu- it's kill a nuclear reaction puts off so much energy. Yes, talk to us about that. It's going to destroy... Okay, What's at, the, at, what? the, at the epicenter, yeah, please. it's going to destroy the Earth out for like five fucking miles. Then after that, everything beyond that, like say there's a human being, they're going to be vaporized. Like even though they're not in the epicenter, you know, they might be ten miles out of the it's epicenter so of this bomb. They're going to be vaporized, but yeah, because, dude, a nuclear reaction that comes out of a nuke is, like, it, it, it's so crazy. And like, then it does, like, a insane. wave. The next level is, like, a, like, next level out, which is, like, I don't know how many well, after miles that, it is after out. Well, after that, it, it reaches to, like, 16 miles, from 10 to 16. It gets out to, like, 37 everything miles. everything in that area is not, like, if it's not burned to death, like, say a human is in that area... The flash from the ignition of that bomb and all that energy just like fucking reacting at one time will it will blind you, yeah. and then past that you go out to like twenty three miles, which is like you know the outskirts of the reach of a nuclear weapon, and everything in that area is just basically on fire. And like, then they have like, another wind. Like there's so much energy and like just so much. I don't even know what to say. People immediately get third degree that burns. That just comes through there. Yeah, like immediate third degree burns, like wood, paper, trees, like everything's on fire almost instantly. Like, And then they have another level beyond that that's just like winds up to like 300 miles per hour that are just like wiping things out. Like it's, it's like insane. It anything gets... within a rough 25 mile blast yeah, radius of a nuclear bomb will die. Yeah. And, that's, and then the rest, dude, that's, that's a little a bit huge out, huge area. Then that's that will still have radiation your, poisoning. That's twenty-five miles in four directions. Yeah, well, you know, like that's more than that's, that. Well, I mean, yeah, it's infinite. It's the circumference well, really. radians. I don't fucking know. Circumference. Very gnarly. Yeah, but it's yeah. Insane. Seriously, it's it's insane. Like it's, 
and it's not something to mess with. And you know, now that people are trying, you know, to decide what candidate they want, and I know this is kind of taboo to talk about, but with the two candidates, you know, Donald Trump is kind of sniffing around the nuclear codes. But Hillary Clinton is a fucking criminal who has committed so many federal crimes. It's insane. And you really don't know who to vote for because you have to choose the lesser of two evils. Well, I'm definitely not choosing but, reptilery. But, but I'm not countries like Trump Russia, you know, Trump. we just cut our alliance with Russia very recently. Well, the thing is, the alliance will grow back. That's the only thing about Trump, well, and that's like... He's, but he, Putin he's, is a communist. Yeah, I know. A very textbook communist, and that's the kind of government. You think either in. way he'll start a war? I don't know if it's either way, but he literally said, and all of his allies, all of his comrades, you know, Russia, comrades. whatever, they all said that if we elect Hillary Clinton as a president, that they will one hundred percent engage in nuclear war on the United States. There's still people about it, dude. I see signs every day. I knock doors. What about Hillary? Yeah. The thing is, though, like... Oh, I mean, if we didn't elect Hillary because of that, that would be, I think, even worse. Than yeah. I mean, it, it, it proves the fact that we're weak and that we would succumb to yeah. other countries' demands. Yeah, North Korea like had that. demands. It, it makes our country look weak, <laughs> and I, I completely understand that. But... Vladimir Putin is that crazy motherfucker that literally just bombs whoever he wants, whenever he wants, because he thinks Not us, though. it's right. No. Well, no, he's never bombed us, and that's true. But um, you think he will? Ain't, I mean, I don't know. There's no way to really tell. But just think about this for one second. If a nuclear bomb goes off in a major metropolitan area like New York City millions of people will die instantly. And then, what if they send a second one? And then what if we send one of them? Think about all the debris and the dust that will send in the atmosphere. Next thing you know, well, the sunlight's blocked out, and crops aren't growing, and it just ruins the world economy. And I mean, it, it, could, literally, it could literally kill all of us. It really could. It's, it's super scary to think about, dude. It is a pretty scary thing, but we'll go into lighter note. Uh, we do a segment every uh, every conclusion. Where Bird, myself, looks at random food videos, and we uh. I don't know. I like food videos, so I don't know why he like. This one's a short one. Yeah, this one's a short and short short. Minute and a half. You can hold on to that if you want. Yeah, I'd love to. What is this? You'll see. It's delicious. Dude. Ooh, marinara going on a pizza. That looks really generic, though. It looks like they baked the uh, crust before. It's a pizza. This is a definite commercial. I bet they have that shit nailed to the table. You know what I mean? You ever seen that before? It's like a taco pizza. Or they heat the cheese up with the hairdryer. Yeah, they heat the cheese up with the hairdryer, and then they... Oh, see? Like, all that shit's nailed so they can take a perfect slice out of that oh, motherfucker. Yeah, and, like, look at that. Look at that. Beautiful. This is the best Wait. pizza this company has ever made. Is this all about pizza? Because I don't even like pizza like that. What? Dude, pizza's so good. It's dude, just different dude types of pizzas. just made a new pizza. Dude. dude, you did make a new pizza. Is that why you want pizza? I mean, I'll eat pizza. No, you said you don't like pizza. I'll, I'm going to eat pizza, dude. All right. Oh, okay. Here we go. Well, we got fajitas. That's fajitas. That's motherfucking fajitas. A little lime. <laughs> Little lime squeeze, some, some a little carne asada, dude. We got some avocados. That's uh, feta cheese. It's got to be feta cheese. Yeah. Uh, it's definitely nacho cheese. Nacho cheese on colorful fucking mm, tortillas. Green chips. onions, though. Green onions are delicious. Oh yeah, I forgot you're not the one that hates onions. It's fucking Joe Brock. I love onions. He's a weirdo. I'm just kidding. Walk, People don't even like onions. It's guacamole. They got was that a habanero just stuffed it's in a fucking sour, sour cream. cream. Uh, we got margaritas. Marks, Those are frozen. And that's the end of that. Well, we've reached the end of our episode. It's lasted a little while. Uh, we want to thank Tucker for coming on the show. Thank you, my friend. Thanks for having me. It was pretty awesome. Sorry the rest of the guys like flaked on you. 
I know, right? They flaked on all of them. No, right? They probably went to bed time. early. Yeah, that's pretty know. awesome. No, yeah, I mean, I, we don't we don't blame you, man. But it is tight. And to reiterate, the three of us do have on concealer shirts. Yeah, that's right. Don't wake me up. We were ready for you. We were ready for you. Well, until next time, <laughs> drink on it. Boom, boom. Couch cast.